I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah. That plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. After three months in Ireland, in Dublin, I found that it's not a place... Yes. It's myself. Yeah. You know, it's me. Yeah. So wherever I, wherever I am, if I'm not happy with myself, I, will, I won't be happy anyway. Yeah. You know? So after that, I feel, I feel like, so I can change my, my, my reality. Thales arrived in Dublin in 2017 and like so many who have arrived on these shores has had many ups and downs throughout his journey here. Thales has a unique perspective on life and his ability to get through hard times whilst maintaining a positive and focused attitude is something which I personally find very inspiring. On top of this, he's one of the hardest workers I've ever met. In this episode, he tells us about how he worked as a delivery rider and as a barback while studying English when he first arrived in Ireland. Fast forward to five years later and he's working as a developer in Dublin and the host of his own podcast in which he has episodes in English and in Portuguese. More importantly than any of this, he's just a really nice guy. I'll leave a link to his Instagram and to his podcast in the description of this episode. Thanks a million for listening, guys, and I really hope you enjoy this chat we had with Thales. He's 28, you know. Yeah. Did you do the the kind of arriving as a on a student visa yeah, that yeah. whole kind of thing? I came to Ireland because my best friend uh, had came be uh, like two years earlier, and I saw his life like traveling around and then said like, oh, I want to go there. Mm. So I just packed up my stuff and then came. What part of Brazil are you from? Rio. Okay. Rio, Lovely. Yeah. yeah. And then I was like 20, uh, 28 of age, and 
no no kids mm. no married so mm. single yeah mm. so yeah like let's live abroad mm. so i just packed my stuff and came to ireland because my friend was already here so yeah i i lived as a student for one year and a half and then i get a work permission as okay. a software engineer Brilliant. so I'm i as i work right nowadays what school did you go to when you were academic bridge it's okay. an english school <laughs> every week i hear of a new school <laughs> i think she uh, it still exists yeah i assume yeah, it does I, yeah 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 it's been like three years and a half that i'm not a student anymore okay um what was that like your first your first year and a half um obviously like that's a very different experience to yeah. the one that you live now which is working and on all that type of stuff ah uh, well my first view to tell the truth i hate it yeah like because i was like surfing because i haven't been to rio say again have you been to rio no unfortunately no. not yeah not not yet yeah but exactly when you go there like include in november now, nowadays, for now, for example, it's gonna be like forty degrees on average, like on midday, mm. you know. And I was surfing, yeah, on the Saturday before I came. Okay. So, <laughs> so when I arrived here, it was like minus four. The sensation, you know, yeah. that, and every day like gray sky and rainy and stuff. So it was all new for me. Yeah. And I came with a view that Dublin was like New York, like big city, big. City big things like because my friend told me like oh if uh, a lot of people from all around the world is on the city you know like okay like i had <laughs> i've been to new york four times and like oh my god it would be nice to live in a city like that but then when i came <laughs> home, <laughs> when i arrived here and I see like so, something different you know like so yeah it takes a year well, one year like to get used to like past all the four seasons you know past all the four seasons yeah you're it's a i've never been to rio but i can only imagine mm. the difference like it's a beach town right it's a yeah. beach uh, city yeah. obviously we've seen lots of images from it it's you know you've got the copacabana <laughs> and all these types of things and yeah. i imagine cocktails and you know uh young beautiful people mm. on the beach and stuff and then you come in november december to yeah. dublin like that is a big it's a new way of of life like you have like wearing more clothes you know mm. go go less to the beach as you used to do you used to go yeah so yeah but it's it was worth it was worth it <laughs> yeah it's worth it um why i the way my life is now, I, I'm not a hundred percent sure that I would be in Brazil if I was living there. Like there's many countries that I've been to already been to, you know, and doing my podcast now and having my dog and having a kind of a good life, you know, Yeah. like not worrying about violence or going around and get still, you know, Yeah. and others. Yeah. And I think it's easier to live around here. Yeah. You know, like when you have a good job, principal in your area, like me. So I, as I told you, I, I work as a software engineer. Like, there's a lot of demand for yeah. for you guys. <laughs> yeah, which is a great moment for for that type of of career here. Yeah. I think, in Dublin, mm -hmm. um, you still has a lot of opportunity. Yeah, have a lot of opportunity. So yeah. So you, you're you're in Dublin. I imagine you've got like your 
your sponsorship or whatever mm-hmm. um are you thinking okay you've got your dog and everything like that here now you've got a life but does any part of you go what would london be like or what would berlin be like or whatever you know another country mm-hmm. in europe or are you happy enough to stay here uh i would change here I would move here like to go to a warmer place. Yeah. I like going to London or to Berlin in my view at the moment, like would be change six for half a dozen, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, but I think to make this comparison, so I had to, to live at least for six months in both of those capitals, you know? Because yeah. I've been to Berlin just for a weekend and to London four times, but not like as a, a English person, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, I think I, I'm I'm happy now here. Yeah. Like I can see myself like out of Ireland at least for the for the next five years. Yeah. I say that. Um, how important is the Brazilian community been for you here? Because there's a, uh, there's a big community here. I, I think it's decreasing in size. I don't yeah. know if that's my imagination, but... Um, you think it's decreasing? It could be purely my imagination. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's not as many Brazilians here as there used to be. Yeah. I kind of have this feeling... Because I'm not a student, you know, for... I'm not a student for the past, like, three years. And so <laughs> I'm not seeing, like, a lot of people coming in. Like, yeah. But... Yeah. So how was the question? Sorry, <laughs> I forgot. I, I got into another. How important is the community being? Oh, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you have a taste of, uh, of home. Yeah, you know, like if if you like miss some rice and beans with like kind of Brazilian uh, flavor, like you can can get it easier. We had a housemate um, who's a Brazilian housemate for. Uh-huh. Uh, it shocked me like how he just had rice and beans every single ah, day. Ah, yeah, it's the every single day <laughs> it's good like, it's just used to like since we was a child yeah like, our first dishes with is with rice and beans rice and beans and we miss it a lot like even though when we travel for a weekend like if you find a brazilian restaurant we go for rice and beans most of the time yeah <laughs> yeah or for a barbecue or something mm. like a feijoada or something mm, like that yeah I, I imagine it's it's good. Yeah. <laughs> so you were a surfer over in Rio. Yes. Have you tried surfing in Ireland? Yeah. I've been to Donegal for okay. a while. Yeah. How was that experience? It was cool. It was in November and the water wasn't that cold. I was that I was thought that I thought. Well yeah, a well, good experience. But the, the thing is I don't have a car yet. Okay. So like I can't I could I, I have when I got a car I, I'll be yeah. I'll be going more there. Yeah. To, to surf more because it's a good spot yeah um, and like are you able to I imagine you learn quite a bit mm-hmm. about the country from your doing your podcast mm-hmm. yeah you're speaking to so many people you said you do two podcasts per week yes um, so you know <laughs> that I, I know actually how much work is involved in that as yeah. well um, <laughs> what is it that you enjoy about it Uh, to learn from the people, straight mm-hmm. from the people, mm. you know, like it's different when you read, uh, when you read a book, Yeah, it's different when like you are in face to face with someone and that person is telling their stories, you know, Yeah, like that, the thing that she or he lived, 
Yeah. You know, it's yeah. different when you see from their eyes, you know. That's the most the most exciting stuff. Yeah. I I agree. Um and I've never I feel like I've always learned more from like I wasn't a bad student in school. I, <laughs> I, I, I wasn't a bad student. But I was middle. Like Yeah, I, same thing. Middle. Yeah. I wasn't the top student either. Um but I always felt I've been pretty good at listening to people and like learning from them. Mm. Uh, but I've also always found it very interesting as well. I mean, genuinely very interested in, in people. I, I think that's why I studied psychology, you know. Mm-hmm. All my friends basically became engineers. Okay. Um, and I was always more interested in the guy that built the bridge rather mm. than the bridge. You know, they yeah. were more interested in how the bridge was built. Mm. <laughs> um, I was like, I don't yeah. care. I'm curious. I'm not, like, I feel like I have... I'm easy to 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 keep a conversation. Like I like to talk. I like to to, to talk with people. Then, and I'm curious about how people think. Yeah. When they do some stuff. Yeah. Like, I try to get like some question that uh, usually people don't do. Mm. For example, how was your feel when you was like getting to the airport and like saying bye bye to my family? What was your thought? Yeah. How was that? You think how was your life? Would be your life in five years forward after, yeah. from that part of your life? Something like that, you know? Yeah. And those type of experience are what yeah, interests yeah. you. It's the, it's more the kind of mental side mm-hmm. of it. Um, have you ever been like interested in something like psychology before? Mm, no. Not no. not the actual subject. No, not the actual subject. I, I I've done theater for a while in my life. And like being different characters, like help me, help led me to to be different personalities, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's why I am curious about what people think, you know. Maybe mm. that's why. When you, yeah. what age were you when you started theater? Oh, sorry. How did what age were you when you started theater? I think I was five or six, because uh, my first play with it was with my mom. Uh, <laughs> yeah, in the church. Okay. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about that. So yeah, first... like we, I came from a family, a church family. Yeah. yeah. And we, we used to go to the church until I was seven, I think. And then I got my parents got separate, mm-hmm. separated, and then everyone's run out of the church. Okay. But when I was yeah. like 14, I returned by okay. myself. Like, mm-hmm. okay. Because... I was like trying to get in military school, like so I had to study for the exam. So my life was just like like studying, and then I just like I'm, I'm returning to the church. I will return. So yeah, but was there like so, like a so, Protestant? Something? Can I can I just try and understand mm-hmm. that a little bit more? So, um, you returned to the church because you wanted to go to a military school? No, no, no. no. I was like trying to go to a military school after the college stuff, like okay, you know, okay. I mean. Oh yeah, to do the college in a military school. We could like naval school, something like that. It's a navy school, I mean. Okay. You know, for this, the level is like the college, you know, or college or high school. I don't remember now. Oh, it's both of them. Like it's gonna if you pass in that in that school, like you're gonna make three years in the college, which means the high school, mm-hmm. and after that we're gonna go to a school. Navy school, something like 
in literal translation. So it's gonna it's like the the college. Okay. So that I I wanna you know at this this age like fourteen till until seventeen I was trying <laughs> I was trying to get into this to this, this naval school navy school. Mm. But then I was like only going to the the course yeah and then home course and home I was feeling like oh I think I missed something so I just like choose to go back to to the church mm. because they have like a a juvenile uh, movement yeah with dancing theater you know okay something like yeah. that for youngers so it was the community really. yeah like kind of kind of like that yeah and I used to dance hip hop okay at this this time so I. I enter in the street dance ministry, ministry mm. of the church. So I gave some class. I teach some classes as well. So they were doing hip hop in, yeah. in like they definitely did not have hip hop yeah. in church uh, communities here yeah. in Ireland. So that's a very so, different yeah. type and, of church. Yeah, for, and surprisingly, I did capoeira in the church as well. Wow. So yeah, it was like kind of a different church. Okay, I can say at, at for that time. Yeah. For me, at least for me. Yeah. So I I kept myself like occupied, you know, mm. and that's why I say it sometimes in my podcast that the church saves my life because my teenage was my my yeah my teenage time was like during the going to the church yeah and my I still have friends from that time so it's interesting for me because mm. I you know I I I kind of find the whole topic of of church and religion and and. God and stuff like that. Interesting. I think because, well, firstly, I, I grew up in a in a family where I was, I, w- I would say I was made to go to church. I definitely didn't want to go to church, <laughs> but there was no hip hop or anything like that yeah. in the church I went. It was like you go to mass on a Sunday and basically, um, I no offense intended to anybody, but like mm-hmm. it was listening to some old man mm-hmm. talk absolute nonsense, which nobody <laughs> understood for an hour. And then you went home. That's all it was. Mm. And then you were forced to do some ceremonies like your communion, like your confirmation. Yeah. And we did it because people gave you money, basically. That was mm. the only reason why <laughs> we would do that. But um, then that kind of transformed into me when I became about 16 or so, just leaving. I wasn't interested in it anymore. Mm. But from talking to a few um, Brazilians who have been on this podcast or Brazilians who I've met over mm-hmm. I used to be an English teacher so okay. uh, I met plenty um quite there's quite a strong sense of religion mm-hmm. in in Brazil and also there's there's been things like um I know famous sports people obviously mm-hmm. will be clearly yeah. very religious mm-hmm. um whether it's you know someone like Neymar or Ayrton yeah. Senna for example I remember I was like I watched the documentary movie about uh Senna which is amazing mm-hmm. I absolutely I forgot it. the name I I didn't I think I didn't see sorry you should watch it yeah um but he used to say things like he'd be sitting in the car and he'd, he'd be saying, you know, like, oh, God has, has given me this race. Yeah. Before it started, he's like, mm-hmm. you know, God, it's it's already done. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, whoa, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I never thought of that. And, and now you hear all these things about, like, manifestation and visualizing. And that's what he was doing. Mm-hmm. But he for him, it was coming from God. Mm-hmm. And it was like, no, no, I, I've already won this race. <laughs> it's crazy <laughs> when you think about it. Yeah. Like that sense of belief is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, um, so I've always been interested. Now I'm reading a book about 
I, I don't follow them so much anymore. But when I was younger, I used to listen to U2 a lot, you know, the mm-hmm. band U2. Okay. So I'm reading Bono recently brought out a book. And in the book, I didn't, I knew he was kind of religious, but I didn't realize how religious mm. he actually is. Um, so it's interesting. I don't know if you say that like religion or the church mm-hmm. saved your teenage years. Yeah. So in, in one sense, it's it acts in a very good and powerful way. Mm-hmm. I I think the church in Brazil, like it, it's is important. Like not church, like specifically, but sometimes the religion, the independent of the type of, mm. like we have a kind of life that you have to always watch out of ourselves. Like if you are young, a young person, don't have his head occupied, he can go to on a wrong way. Let's say that. Yeah, and I had some some friends that went to to another life, okay, and got got died like when we were, we were teenagers. So Probably. that's why I say that the, it it kept me like away from that from that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean. And yes, like most of the of us, we came from from church or other kind of uh, religion, like Catholic or the African Brazilian religions. Mm. As Candomblé or Umbanda, so yeah, we always. In, I think we, as a population, we are like a, a very. We are very in contact with religion. Yeah. So that's why we are. We are always praying or saying like, "Oh, God, give me something," or "God, permit, give me permission to to have this," or or all be or always thankful, being thankful for God. Yeah. You know. Yeah, kind of, I think it's cultural as well. Like our, I think our society was was raised among the church you know yeah and other religions just got got to out together like yeah we we are we are like a mix of cultures you know so that's yeah. i think like the indians the indian the brazilian indians had his own religion and then the portuguese came with the catholic yeah and then i think the the dutch in the north is came with the protestants okay uh, with so and the african with the their religions there yeah so all of them mixed yeah it's like a, well obviously brazil you know, is like such an enormous yeah. country like yeah i think what's the population about 350 million yeah. people or something like that mm-hmm. um almost 300 million yeah oh really okay um like it's it's a crazy deep <laughs> big country and it's obviously going to be a huge mixture of ethnicities and stuff mm-hmm. like that as well um do you think that experience that you had when you you said you were growing up and some of my friends went one way mm-hmm. and it didn't it wasn't a good way for them mm-hmm. you know and I, you're, you're saying i could have gone that way mm-hmm. if it wasn't for you know the people around me and yeah, my communities yeah. and things like that um like how does it feel now being a software engineer in dublin mm-hmm. you know you've got your dog you've got your house you've yeah. got your podcast and you look back at that time like, is there a feeling of like I'm very thankful, I'm very mm-hmm. grateful? Is there a feeling of like, does it give you almost a little bit of anxiety thinking? That? Um, I'm proud of myself. Yeah, actually, like I did a lot of for to to be where I am now. Yeah, like I remember when I, like I, I I think I didn't, I I took all the opportunity that I had in my life until now. For example, to study English. My stepmother at the time he he got he get this he got this 
uh, two sub three subscription in uh, England, one of the best English school in Rio for free. So because she knew someone from the a non-profit organization that had a, a a contact with that school, and then he just put our name in the in the subscription. And then within that, we've talked all our documentation. Boom. I studied English for free for six years in, in wow. Brazil. And, uh, and then uh, yeah, and then after four years trying to 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 get into the the, the Navy school, yeah. I go to, I went to the technical school where I learned technical information. Mm. I, so I where I learned programming and coding and other wow. stuff that I'm doing now. Yeah. You know? And I had to study a lot. Yeah, and nowadays, like being dubbing, speaking English with you now, and uh, like keeping myself as a developer, I just have like proud of me, you know, yeah, like every every fourth worth it, yeah. you know. Even though like being here as a student, so I work as a delivery rider, and then I I change for to for as a barback in a pub, I work in a cafe and saying, like oh, I yeah. I took a lot of like. Le... You had to pay your dues. You did yeah, a lot yeah. of shitty jobs. Mm -hmm. um, so when you came over as a student, where you like, <laughs> I can't imagine the change. Now. <laughs> I'm just like I'm kind of laughing a little bit. You know, the beach on Rio surfing on Thursday, yeah. delivery driver <laughs> on Tuesday in the in the cold. Yeah, no, like it is what it is. Yeah. You know, I, I when I was a deliverer, like sometimes I had to go home. Because I couldn't work because I was so cold that I couldn't move my head, my mom, my head, my hands. I mean, mm. and I was thinking like, if I if I'm passing of the in this now, so because I have to, yes, I have to learn something from here. And then, in a couple of time, I will move to another a better place and move on. But know? where does that sense of uh, where does that attitude come from? Because a lot of people in your position mm -hmm. would be like, excuse my language, like fuck this, mm -hmm. I need to find a new job, I hate this, I hate this country, <laughs> uh, I want to go home, and you know, six months later, they're back in Brazil or, or whatever, mm -hmm. um, or else just very, very unhappy. Mm -hmm. how, did, how did you keep this like positive attitude? Uh, after three months in Ireland, in Dublin, I found that it's not the place. Yes. It's myself. Yeah. You know, it's me. Yeah. So wherever I, wherever I am, if I'm not happy with myself, I will I won't be happy anyway. Yeah. You know. So after that, I feel I feel like so I can change my 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 reality. So like I okay, I'm working as a deliverer now. So what I have to do to not be a deliverer anymore, you know? And then I I I, I had an opportunity to be a barback. Okay, like it's tough work because like have to feed to to restock and change the kegs, change the kegs you know but at least was uh i never did it before at the time you know yeah so i was learning a new a new a new job so okay yeah. that's fine let's let's do something different yeah and i'm and i would, i'm not gonna be in the in the rain in the cold anymore yeah at least so, you're inside yeah and meet new people you know like he's speaking more english because as a delivery you don't speak english uh -huh. you just speak like hi yeah have your order yeah thank you yeah. bye bye yeah see you later yeah. just that yeah. so it's not english yeah you know and yeah and then after six months at the pub i saw myself like doing the same stuff like mechanically 
you know like we didn't like i say that like you didn't you, you don't need to think to do something like it's like came automatically okay like doing the dishes here start restocking stuff <laughs> and then i feel like yeah i need to, i need to change again okay. and then like i study more about it because it's different the way you guys hire people here in in, in ireland like okay they they have more technical interviews than okay. we have in brazil so i had to study a lot of things back yeah that i used to to know yeah i have to refresh a lot of things so yeah like it forced myself like to be like always in movement you know changing and thinking about other steps forward you know it kind of sounds like a lot of your life has been like that though yes. whether it's been as a kid you were like okay i need to go to this school i need to mm -hmm. study this i need to use this opportunity mm -hmm. um Oh, yeah. it, I imagine it's quite hard to stop because you, that's obviously part of your personality mm. uh, now. Um, yeah, so like, is there a point where you you were, you were right now are thinking, what's the next step? What am I doing next? Uh, well, also there's some stuff in my life happening at the same time. There's like for for my podcast, I I wanted to it to walk with its own feet. Yeah, and like having sponsor that pays the bills because yeah. I'm still paying some yeah. from my my salary. Yeah, and yeah, I now I have to back to I I want to go back to study. Okay, maybe just do a post graduation or something or for my career as a software engineer. Okay, learning another language like Spanish. I start studying mm -hmm. more Spanish. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for these years, yes. For this, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know, even for me, like doing this, because I know that you obviously you, you do clips and stuff from your mm -hmm. podcast, and actually, this is the enjoyable part, right? What we're, yeah. we're doing right now, mm -hmm. doing all those edits takes me at least. I mean, yeah, you're a lot more experienced. I than say I am, that the conver that conversation is just like ten or five percent of the helping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I have two people work working with me, like my director. Dario, he's on the he's he's on a computer like changing the cameras, and Alice is a she's an editor. She lives in São Paulo, oh, and so she cool. does the cuts and the reels and yeah. Uh, you're so much more professional. Than yes, we are, right? no, but nowadays, yeah, but something that I have to do anyways, you know, like yeah, yeah, kind of yeah, you have to do like to keep you know the quality and people like watching, you know. Mm. And to increase the subscribe subscribers and stuff. I think yeah. it would have to compromise, no? Yes. Yes. Yeah, uh, and level. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I think yeah, the most fix is to like doing more the off be doing often, you know. Like I'm doing twice a week. It's, it's like it's okay for me. More than that and less than that it's done, it's not gonna work. Yeah. And I was thinking like in my routine, okay. Third Tuesday and Thursday. Okay, I'm not. I won't be traveling because I have to be here for. Because sometimes I have to go to the office every Tuesday and, and Thursday, so I have to be in the city anyway. So, yeah, mm. I'll mm. be here. <laughs> okay, I'll keep doing this. Where do you live in Dublin? Ashton. Ah, beside nice. Phoenix Park. Yeah, I um, I didn't. I was there for one month, mm. just in the year of the pandemic, because my cousin, uh, she she got a job in London, but. Yeah, long story short, her house was empty for like a month. Okay. And she's like, can you live there? And I was like, yeah, oh, cool. wow. <laughs> I can't pay rent, but I'll live there. Um, so I went and lived in Ashtown. 
I liked it. It's nice because it's close to the park, mm. close to the canal. I used to yeah. like going for a walk along the canal or yeah. go for I, a run. Yeah, I walk my dog there. Yeah. I love the canal. Yeah. I'd rather be in the canal than in the other park. It's too mm. windy in the, in yeah. the park. Yeah. But that part of the canal is lovely. There's yeah. some parts of the canal which are not so yeah, nice. I know. I, yeah, I know. I went, yeah, I yeah, I, cry, I pass off from the canal from the city center to Ashdown in some parts. It's really weird. Yeah. But if you go into, what was the, no. It's going to the way to north, not north, but to you there. Yep. Like you're gonna see good parts of the canal. Yeah. Like besides the the trainway station, the trainway line. Do some people actually do? A couple of friends of mine did. Um, they walked mm -hmm. along the canal all the way to to somewhere in Kildare. There's a pub there, and they stopped at some pub. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, and they had a great time. They mm -hmm. they enjoyed it. I'm gonna get a new, a new bike. Because yeah. I, 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 I did it with bike okay. and I, I went so long, like, I don't remember where, like, there are so cows and I, there is a park, a big park in the middle of the, <laughs> the, kind of the, the way, and there are so cows and amazing, yeah. beautiful place, but yeah. I forgot the name. Yeah. Mm. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, probably, I'm gonna get a new bike and trying to get this way to you there, you <laughs> <laughs> see. <laughs> you um you've been here since 2017 so that's now we're what, six five years, years. Oh, five years five years um like if you were speaking to someone uh, back home in brazil now and they're like oh i'm thinking about coming over mm. what advice would you give them or what <laughs> what would you like maybe warn them about something or i mean apart from the obvious which is the accommodation mm. and the weather is there anything else ah beside that well, they're gonna get used to the weather anyways. Like, yeah. Uh, I think I say like be prepared like to face a lot of things that you never faced before in your life. Principally loneliness. Yeah. Loneliness. Mm. Because yeah, I never felt like alone in my life as I I feel here. I felt here, you know. Mm. And yeah, sometimes it's scary, but sometimes it's relievable, <laughs> it's relief. Yeah. It all depends. But yeah, like changing country is like, it's kind of restarting your life from the minus one. Mm. I say that for every person because nobody knows you and you knows no, you, you know nobody. Mm -hmm. And not, and you can, you can see it as a, a new, a new life you know a new change you know you can you can be a person that you never went be i never was before you know like i'm not not talking like you can change your personality but you can you can do a lot of things different you know even though the things that you regret in your life yeah. you know but yeah like and everything is gonna be new mm. for you mm. even though if you have your friends besides Mm. like friends for long yeah like i have my best friend with me here mm. not with me we don't live together but he was the reason i came yeah but now like we don't see each other like daily or we don't talk to each other daily so as we did before yeah you know and he has his own life now i have my own life i have my dog you know i have yeah. my my own housemates yeah and Looking at this like five years earlier, like it's, it's, it, look, it looks scary, but it look for now I see like that was amazing. Yeah. So I said to people like to be prepared for that because your life is gonna change. You're gonna change. Mm. Even even when you're gonna see this when you go back to Brazil for a vacation, 
you, our perception is like that everyone is the same. You know, like that people didn't change. Like the, mm -hmm. the subject are the same. The com the compliments are the same. The yeah. they regret of the same thing that they have they have done. Mm -hmm. You know, and we feel like we are different. Like because, for example, we saw different people, yeah. different countries. I think also um, I was talking to um, a guy that an Irish guy that came on the podcast before Pete, who had lived in Thailand. Mm -hmm. For 12 years mm -hmm. and then had come back to, to Ireland and he's now kind of getting re-acclimatizing to Ireland mm -hmm. because he had, he'd been back like once I think in 12 years so wow um and he was saying that and we were talking about that experience of when you go back and you meet your friends mm -hmm. there's something just not the same mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> I always remember and this is going to be a real nerd reference, but I don't know if you've ever watched The Lord of the Rings. <laughs> um, but, you know, in the last film, when they come back to like their home and they've had this huge adventure mm -hmm. and it's th this exact situation yeah. where everybody else is still running around. They don't know what's anything about what's happened with you. Yeah. And it's kind of hard to obviously they're your friends and always will be, but it's kind of hard to relate mm -hmm. in the same way as you used to yeah. because you're like, I could explain to ours my experiences, but you're never mm. going to understand. Yes. Yeah. That's why I say, like, we feel that the, the people are the same. Mm. Same thinking, same everything. Yeah, it's, it's, at the same time, it's scary. Like, and it's what makes us, it's, it keeps us outside. Yeah. Like, I, tell, I always tell my friend, like, oh, they, when they go to Brazil, and I feel like, oh, I'm going to gonna be there for one month. I'm like, hey. I don't go, I don't give you two weeks for you to start complaining <laughs> and then want to go back. And wow. Yeah. And it's crazy yeah. when you think about it. Because, yeah, they all, they, they, they do the same question and you see some, a lot of people saying the same thing like, oh, I'm going, I want to go there. I will be there in two, in two years or something. They never been, and they never went. Mm. Yeah. They, we just like became different people. Mm. I accept that. I already accept that. Like, being out of your root make you make you different anyway yeah, yeah for sure um when you had the experience of of like loneliness that intense loneliness that you feel um what was your uh i don't want to say solution but mm -hmm. how did you deal with that i start doing new activities like start playing guitar. Oh. Yeah, play instruments. And after, yeah. Yeah, I, I started playing guitar because it was just after, I had this feeling after getting my work permission. And then I, I, had, I, I had a kind of life, like just working home, working home, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then when I was at home, I was like, okay, I arrived from work. I did my job of the day and then like just that I gonna sleep and then w wake up in the morning go to so now I start mm. I start yeah playing guitar and then study new stuff mm -hmm. but then the pandemic came and then mm. yeah like but during the pandemic I yeah I was already with a girlfriend at the moment and yeah so yeah, I didn't feel like alone at that those times, but I, even though I'm always like trying to do something new, like mm. plant new plants, mm. 
you know, or and then the podcast came. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but when I f had the feeling of loneliness, I I start having some thoughts that I never had before. Mm -hmm. So then I realized that I I need I needed some help, like, and then I and I was feeling sad mm -hmm. about me about my past, and I I I tried to to find a psychologist, mm -hmm. and then I. I got into the sessions and mm. so on. <laughs> so what would you say to someone who, because like, mm -hmm. I know a lot of people, go, like I'd say even 50% of people might mm -hmm. go through those types of emotions and, mm -hmm. and, and those thoughts. So for somebody who's listening, who can identify with what you've just said, mm -hmm. uh, what, what advice would you give them? Um... I'd say uh, I say that uh, after I got into the the psychology, I say like why I didn't do this before. Mm. Cause like like if you have the one off percent that like thinking that you like you curious you could curiosity to go to a to one like just go. Yeah. Because they're not gonna judge you. They're just gonna listen to you and talk. Yeah. And give you some some advice for you make your life better. Yeah, you know, just that. Like it's not like a big thing, you know. Absolutely not. Um, and, and it's it's unbelievable. Like we all, we all mm -hmm. don't go. We we brush our teeth two times a day, mm -hmm. well, and yeah. then our mind. Mm -hmm. The only thing that we have in this mm -hmm. time right now, which is kind of for your mind, mm -hmm. that is supposed to be good for you, mm -hmm. is is a psychologist and nine. 95% of us don't go to mm -hmm. them. Yeah, I think I, I I have a feeling that if each person, every person has something to say. Yeah, of course. You know? yeah. That's why I, I started my podcast. Like everyone has a story to say. Mm. But sometimes we just have to listen. I yeah. just need to listen something for a performance professional. Yeah. That we need to, li to listen, mm. to hear. I mean, but have to be from a professional. Your yeah. friend is not going to tell you, your parents not not going to tell you, you know. Mm. And it took, I think for me, it took a long time for me to realize that. Mm. Because I thought I was like, I oh, know, yeah, I can't, I can't handle it. Yeah. But then I saw myself like with a lot of emotional weights, you know, feeling like I need to cry. Mm. But I don't know why, and I just feel like I have a lot of things inside me that need to go Release. out, you know, need to leave to. Yeah. But then I, and it was, was, and it was because of a lot of things of my my family from first of my family, and then I I go I went to Brazil and talk with them with my cousins, something that happens in their past, mm. in their past, mm. and then I realize now I need to go. To, I really need to go to see a professional. Then mm. I, a friend of mine, refer, referred me uh, at the one that I, I still work with her, mm. my psychologist. And yeah, I'm, is that online or is that yeah online online, yeah. online in, in perfect? It works perfectly. Great. Yeah, she's in Rio. Okay. Yeah, and I advise everyone like if you have an opportunity to do or if you can't afford it, just do it because yeah. your life is gonna be better. You're gonna start make things different and just not and not good for principally good for you. Yeah. Like 
yeah I remember like one experience because um, I would have gone to a psychologist for a while when I was in my uh, 20s mm. um, I think after studying psychology I I my uh, let's say what's the word prejudice my uh, judgment of psychology mm. and everything like that went down so maybe before you yeah, think yeah. oh you have to be really bad or you know if you're going to a psychologist you have to be crazy or something yeah thankfully and i went but i remember one thing that uh like i i didn't ha- like it didn't change my life or but he he made me see things in different ways mm-hmm. in and he was very good he was very very good mm-hmm. and i remember one thing because he was like you know you have to know who you are you know that's mm-hmm. very very important you have to know yourself yeah you have to know your good points your bad points and we were talking about something um how generally he was like say something i can't i can't remember exactly what it was mm-hmm. but he was like say something you know about your personality and mine was something to do was like i'm i like to help people and i want to make everybody and everything okay mm-hmm. when i'm in, in a group and you know if you know maybe in my family i want everybody just get along and i'll i'm very good at, at the word was i use i, I adapt myself mm-hmm. to situations yeah. and i think that's and he, i said i think that's really good and then he hit me to something really quick and it made me uh almost emotional straight away mm-hmm. and he goes how sad is that or something like that and i was like what I was, in, I was, in, he said it as like an insult. Mm-hmm. In a way, he, he he did that on purpose to wake me up. Um, he said, you know, how sad is it that you know you're just gonna, you're like the oil in the engine. He's like, you're mm-hmm. never gonna choose what direction you go in. You're just there to help other people. And so he's like, what a waste of a life. <laughs> yeah. And I just sat there for a minute. And I was like, <laughs> I've never thought of it that way before. You know, because I, I always thought of it as, I think probably. You know, my growing up, probably I was the fifth kid. Mm-hmm. Wow. They probably didn't want too many problems from, mm-hmm. you know, they were, my parents were a little bit older as well. Okay. They were probably like, oh, Mark, you just, you know, be good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Don't cause us too many problems, please. And I probably did that. And then yeah. I think he kind of flipped that a little bit, mm-hmm. but in one sentence. Um. And I don't really like remember much else from those mm, sessions, but mm. in that one sentence, he made me reanalyze myself. Yeah. And I was like, maybe I should be a bit more selfish and like yes. do what I want to do or whatever, yeah. you know? So I think in, you can learn a lot. Yes. And as you said, my friend wouldn't have said that to me. Never. You know? Not in the same way, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, I, I have quite the same situation yeah i used to it used to be hard for me to say no and then i i'm always regret for some for saying yes you know and then when i give i say that that part of my life is can you say bad languages here yeah yeah, yeah i say like fuck off for everything in my life and then i start doing whatever i want to do but for some reason, I made a lot of people like sad for some, for like always doing whatever I want to do, like without like at least having a conversation. 
like mm. that's why I have some relation troubles in some relationships. Mm. But yeah, but the feeling of being selfish, yeah, it is good for some for some limits. Yeah, you know? of course. Yeah. yeah, of course. But it's good for us, I can mm. say. Yeah. Yeah. And saying no, like it's not a big thing. You can say no. You know, yeah, it's gonna be good for for you. Yeah. Um I still find that one difficult. <laughs> <laughs> I still uh no, it's funny no. Because I don't I don't say no like just because no. Like there are some most of the time there there is a reason. But I try to explain like no because of this, 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 and no. Mm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. And and in the end that's actually uh making it, it it makes everybody happier yeah because if you're like genuinely can't do that or i can't help you mm -hmm. and if i tried i'd do it badly and you'd be disappointed yeah then it's better off just mm -hmm. you know as you say saying no yeah um no i guess these are like obviously obviously going through difficult times is <laughs> without sounding stupid difficult <laughs> but you come out of it like as a much um I don't want to use the word like stronger person, but mm -hmm. you come out with it more experience and maybe if something similar now comes to you, mm -hmm. you can deal with it in a better way. Um, oh, yeah. Do you like that probably wouldn't have happened if you never left Brazil? I think it's just, I will, it's just going to be different. Uh-huh. You know? uh as as you saw like i'm not i'm always like changing mm. you know but like if i haven't come haven't hadn't come to to ireland i would be like in another states another states in brazil okay at least in another state like or in florianopolis like santa catarina or in sao paulo mm. yeah or yeah i don't know it's a hard now at this at this at this point now, it's hard to say, like, it's the past five years, mm. you know? Mm. Yeah, I don't know how I don't know anymore how to, to answer this question. Well, yeah, it, it might not be something that you can answer for another 10 years. Yeah. You might be able to look back in 10 years' time and go, oh, okay, now I see, mm -hmm. you know? Sometimes it takes coming out of the scenario to, to yeah. really see it for what it is. And, you're still living your experience. You're yes. still in it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, like for example, I, next month, last month, I just passed on my drive theory test. Oh. Was like yeah, it was like special for me because I think it was my like first like exam that we will like make something in my life. Like maybe I have a driver's license. Like, <laughs> like outside of your own country, like it's kind of a victory, you know? Absolutely, yeah. If you imagine like the question is told me like, oh, if you think like five years ago, I wouldn't think I would get a driver's license in Ireland, you know? Yeah. yeah. Now I can think and get a car. Yeah. Like things change, you know? Yeah. The mentality change. Yeah. You're going to be driving around and you're going to be like, God damn, delivery drivers. <laughs> yeah. And I think like, well, like some years ago, I was at this, you know, this possession, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's funny how these things, <laughs> it's funny how life changes, how you know? these things change. Um, is there any particular places that you like to hang out in Dublin, whether it be cafes or bars? Uh, or there is a bar in the Drury Street called Drury Buildings. Mm. They had cooked dinner on it. Yes. So I love that bar. Yeah. They have cocktails and they are 
funny and stuff. Yeah. And my one of my best friends worked there. Oh, cool. So, so I, more yeah, the environment nice. is more mus musical and yeah, and stuff. Yeah, very cool. Um, how is your guitar playing going? Or have you become proficient? Uh, at I'm guitar? not doing like not more often nowadays, but I I play more reggae and okay. Brazilian rock music. Yeah, so yeah, like. I, 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 as I told my friend, like I start playing guitar not to be like a musician. Look, I have a dream to play, to perform in, on a stage with a band, but I just play like to to hang out and have a circle with my friends around the fire, like, you know. Yeah. And yeah, it's like just to chill yeah. and have some music. Yeah, very know? good. Have what do you think of the the live music scene here in in Dublin? I don't go much. Uh, okay. I don't go that much that I want it. I don't mm. because I like I don't do my homework. I don't I don't see the the website stuff, the the agendas or no. Yeah. Like for example, I, yeah. I, I but I always when I have an invitation to go to any live live music, I go. Yeah. Even though the the type of music mm. I like, I go jazz, rock, or any, any kind of music. If, if it's live, I go for sure. Yeah. There's a few. I'm learning things just from doing this podcast from mm -hmm. people telling me. But uh, there's a bar in Smithfield called Dashi, mm -hmm. um, which uh, we're gonna go at some point. I I just realized because I follow them on Instagram now that they, <laughs> they have uh, jazz music on. Uh, mm. I can't remember what day of the week it is, but if you follow okay. them on Instagram, you'll you'll find out. Cool. Um, I'm not a huge. Well, I've never really been to see jazz music live, mm. so I'm like, oh, let's go see. Maybe see if I like it or yeah. not. Um, for Irish traditional music, which maybe you might want to go see once, mm -hmm. um, there's the Cobblestone in Smithfield, also a Smithfield, awesome. um, it's supposed to be one of the best. And then bars like Whelan's and stuff mm. like that for live music is good. I don't know. I like, I don't, I don't look for Irish, typical, typical Irish music around Dublin. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think I am more interested to see this kind of music when I travel to the country. Yes. You know, yeah. I feel like more into the culture when I go to the country. Well, I guess I'm not saying that Dublin has no culture. You know, I'm just saying like, don't make me feel like too looking for something like that when I hear you know, when I'm here in the capital. You know? Well, I always say, and I've said it many times in this podcast, Dublin is just another European city. Yeah. I mean, obviously it's Ireland, but of course it, like as you said <laughs> at the beginning of the conversation, it's. <laughs> It's like New York, you know. Yeah. <laughs> not like that it, big, like New York, but really. it is multicultural. Like yeah. it's it's not Irish, like like mm -hmm. it used to be, or it's not Irish, like like yeah. if you go to the countryside, like if you go down to if you were up in Donegal, for example, mm -hmm. or down in County Kerry, or even Cork outside the city is, is let's just say, um, a lot of people are going to disagree with me with, with a lot of <laughs> Irish people, but I would say it's more Irish, mm -hmm. you know, it's more. Um, authentic, but I, yeah, I would say that. But I think it's like every big city in every country, mm. you know, like like people say about Berlin, they say Berlin is not Germany. Mm. A lot of people yes. say that. Yeah. A lot of people say that. Yeah. So uh, even though France, uh, Paris, yeah, say like Paris not France because a lot of there's a lot of people from, uh, from out of France. Yeah, in there. Oh, it's so, just the same as London. London mm -hmm. is, um, I mean, Lisbon now. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. every big city. Yeah, it happens to them it all. It happens, yeah. Yeah. Um, do you think you're going to be here in five years' time? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I will. All right. I, yeah, my plans 
when I lived, when I left Brazil, my plan was to live around for 10 years. Okay. But now I extended for 20. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, like I, I, I'm having the experience to live in a cold country. Yeah. You know, so now I think after, for, after five years from now, I'll start looking for a hot place. Yeah. <laughs> a hotter place. Yeah. How much does the, that, like, Again, I feel like I'm asking really stupid questions, but um, how much does the weather actually like have an impact on your well-being? Ah, uh, yes. Uh, for example, like not wearing too many clothes. This mm. is so it's still different for me. Like even to to wake up. Mm. For me, it's easier to wake up when in 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 hot places. Yeah. In cold places, I feel like I want to like Maybe. just stay for a while, more lazy, you know. It's funny because I, and I feel more happy. Like you, you can see the difference in Ireland when you are in the summer. Oh, of course. The whole country like looks happy. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, you see the day where we have that one sunshine. Everybody goes crazy. Yeah. Everyone's in the pub. There's people jumping into the canal. Yeah. Um, like it's. Imagine if we were like this every day. Yeah, <laughs> but we would be a very different people. Yes. We, we wouldn't be Irish people if that was we, <laughs> because I, I think, you know, we're not crazy, but there is that kind of little bit of madness in Irish people. And I think it comes from the weather because, mm -hmm. as you say, there's, there's that hibernation yeah. during winter. And then the summer is like, boom, there's like yeah. festivals. You have a lot of energy. You don't mm -hmm. sleep as much. Um, and I think we're disconnected from that, especially in the cities. Um because ironically it's one of the busiest times with christmas and mm -hmm. stuff like that and we have lights and we're always keeping ourselves artificial but in like 100 years ago mm -hmm. you've got a few candles and you're probably going to bed at eight o'clock yeah, yeah. because what else are you gonna do you know that's like mm -hmm. that's probably how it should be yeah i see it from the, the it's from the cities around here, like for example, if you go to, uh, well, for example, I wasn't built in, in, in Lisbon one week ago. At the same time, we see, uh, we saw, we see a lot of people on the street, like in the bars. But you can do here mm. because of the weather. It's, it's too cold outside and windy. Yeah. So it's make our life different here. It does. And the way we 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 grow. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, like because Irish people so, are so happy. Are we? <laughs> I think, yeah, I think. Okay. I think I, I've been, for example, in an Irish wedding. It's uh, kind of a little bit same of Brazilian ones, like okay. a lot of food, a lot of drinks, and a lot of dance. Yeah. You know, so imagine like if most of the time we had a wedding, like for, at least in the yeah in the spring, for example. Mm. No. Mm. Well, it would be a nicer country. Yeah, I like more that. nice than I already had. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that you're you're enjoying this your experience. I I'm impressed at like how um, positive your attitude is and <laughs> going through everything, and uh, I think that's fantastic. Like mm -hmm. that ability to be able to to look at something, even a, a very difficult thing, in a positive mm -hmm. way is gonna obviously ah. be very beneficial to you in the yeah, future. Yeah, I think nothing's forever. Like, mm. It's just a matter of time for a change. You know? Yeah. I think I feel now I can I can confess to you I feel I feel a little bit strange, so still working at the same company for the past three years, mm. 
Yeah, it's the longest company that I've been working for. Yeah. yeah. You know? So, but it's a phase of my life, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. You know? And probably the pandemic has a good part to play. I mean, mm -hmm. three years, what's that? One and a half years mm -hmm. of that is during the pandemic. Yeah. Not a lot of people want to change their jobs during mm -hmm. then. So, but, but I'd say, and it's not about the job. I love where you work. It's just about like doing the same thing, you know, yeah. like, for, yeah. But I was telling, I was talking to my girlfriend to ask me, asking the same question. Like we never thought about changing, like uh, not for now. Cause you know, like documentation, like get a season, Irish citizenship, you know, so I'm still in the process. Uh, I'm in the process of course. But then like, if I would, if I change, I would change for a company with a different business. Like I mm. will start, I will keep doing programming, mm. you know, but I was just going to change the business because yeah. I, now I, I work for education. I would mm. do software for education. Maybe I would change for finance or games, you mm. know what I'm saying? Mm. But yeah. Yeah. And change your industry. Mm -hmm. Different. Yeah. Different, industry. That's different what scope. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, Thales, thanks so much for doing this. Oh, we did? Uh, yeah, well, uh, I, I keep talking, but I'm, I'm also <laughs> no, conscious that Monica over here is probably no, getting hungry thank you so point. much for your invitation. Um, you can invite me to whenever you want. It was a pleasure to be here. But we'd love to have you back, for sure. And mm -hmm. I feel bad that, uh, you know, Almo, our co-host, isn't yeah. here. I'm sure he would have loved to yeah, talk and to you as well. Yeah, uh, you have my invitation to go to, to Fiona, you and your co-host. Yeah, would love to. Um, we're also... Um, I'll tell you more about this when we finish as well, but mm -hmm. we're going to do some events, maybe hopefully get some comedians and music musicians Ooh, nice. and things like that. And we just do a little event of people who have been on the podcast and cool. they can come and, and, you know, have a chat and a little nice, nice night. And yeah, it'd be, we'll really, be nice. it'll be great. Really cool if you could come to that as well. No, I'll be. I'll be um, yeah. Sure. So, yeah, thanks so much. Thanks for everybody for, well, who listened. Thank really, you so much. And yeah. Yeah, follow me, follow Talking on the Podcast. and Excellent. To I totally forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, follow, uh, how, how do we spell that exactly? Talk Iando. Yeah, Talk uh -huh. Iando. Perfect. It means yeah. talking. Talking. Talk yeah. Iando. Yeah, it's the mix of Portuguese, English, and Portuguese. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's yeah. yeah. More or less. Yeah. Un poquito parecido. Boom. Very good. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait, is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. <laughs>